Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that gives you just one studious page of Talmud every day. And today, we welcome back the person who doesn't like it when we call him this show's rabbinic supervisor, but our dear friend and our teacher, Rabbi David Bashevkin. Hello. It's an absolute pleasure to be here, as always. Hallelujah. So I want to start with a quick paragraph from today's daf, Shabbat 63, which will take us to something that remains one of my favorite things about the way that we study Torah and Talmud. Rabbi Amiyah said that Rabbi Elazar said, two Torah scholars who sharpen one another in halacha, the Holy One, blessed be he, ensures success for them, as it is written, and in your majesty prosper, ride on in behalf of truth and meekness and righteousness, and let your right hand teach you tremendous things. I love that verse. Two Torah scholars who sharpen one another in halacha. It's kind of like awesome and jagged and, and almost warlike. For those of our listeners who've never sat in a, in a Bet Midrash, Rabbi Bashevkin, tell us, what's the Bet Midrash method? So I spent a uh, close to a decade studying in traditional Beit Midrash, uh, one in near Israel in Baltimore and another in uh, Yeshiva University in Washington Heights. And I've always been struck by the environment and the atmosphere of a Beit Midrash as opposed to a library. And I love both, don't get me wrong. But when you walk into a library, it is very still, it is very quiet, and you can really hear yourself think. And when you walk into a base medrash, you are overwhelmed by a roar, an uproarish sound, and you see people truly fighting with each other. The method of study, which is known as chavrusa or chavruta, is one-on-one individualized study where you and a study partner are basically working together to find the meaning within a Torah text. And there's something very dialectical, very beautiful, very animated about the world of the Beit Midrash that I find so enchanting. You know, I heard once from a dear friend of mine, because I don't get the opportunity as often as I would like to, to enter into a Beit Midrash. So, you know, I got this from my friend. His name is Yaakov Glasser. And he said that when he misses the world of the Beit Midrash, he, turn, he opens up a bunch of tabs on his computer, and each one has a different rabbinic class going on. And he has them all playing at once very loud on his computer, so he feels that uproarious, cacophonous sound <laughs> of different people sharing Torah over one another. And there's something very magical about that experience. This, I think, will kind of uh, overwhelm or blow the minds of a lot of people who are sort of been told from you know early on in childhood that the correct way to learn is you know quietly in this library like atmosphere when everyone really can focus and concentrate and and here is uh, and again being a warlike person the, the warlike metaphor returns to me here is really a totally different method what are some of its advantages of this endless quarreling as as a way of really getting into the bottom of a question I think that there are a few advantages, and one is is that it fuses together uh, intellectual pursuits with emotional rawness. A lot of times, I think in the academic community, and I've spent time in academic settings as well, the academic setting, I think, prizes a certain sober detachment from the text, where the text is 
out there in, in front of you, but you're not supposed to have a personal stake in the outcome and the meaning and the relevance of the text. And I think that the world of the Beit Midrash is coming directly in contrast to that perspective, where the emotional intensity, this fact that you do have a stake, an emotional stake in this text, as you are analyzing it intellectually, is what the Beit Midrash really fuses together, where you are connecting uh, to a text in a very uh, intellectual, in a very rigorous, and a very analytic way, but there's an emotional resonance that in that pursuit, you are staring across the table at another human being. And the way that you grapple with it, I think, fuses an intellectualism and a rich emotionalism together in one pursuit. So is it time for the Ivy League universities to take a page out of the Bet Midrash rule book and start encouraging students to sit to work in pairs yelling at each other arguing with each other really kind of having it out i think absolutely i think it asks the question what is education trying to produce and i think the bait midrash education is trying to produce two things it's trying to produce number one an understanding of the text but it's also trying to weave together the exploration of the text with your actual social reality. And the fact that you're doing that one-on-one -on -one and building friendships through Chavrusa learning, through that one-on-one -on -one study partner, I think it, it weaves together an intellectual uh, analysis with a social fabric, and they start working with one another. And... To me, I think so much of the soberness of like that, the Ivy League classroom, while you may walk out with a better memory of the text, I think the relationships that it forges in that experience don't have the same richness as what you find in Chavrusa learning. Rabbi Beshevkin, we are all very fortunate to have you as our Chavrusa partner. Thank you so much. Liel, always a pleasure talking with you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.